try your best yeah. not to pound the drink on the table like this. No Gives pound. a lot of feedback. But I can pound under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Alan Gerdig. This is the Tuesday Night Podcast. This is a special episode because we're coming from Lindsay Rhodes' abode in Atlanta. We have with us Lindsay. Yes, I'm in my house, thankfully, still. <laughs> and we have Stephen Avery with us. Who's also in Lindsay's house. That's right. Well, it's her, an apartment, her, technically. Hizzy. <laughs> this is not a studio. You're going to hear some echoes, a dog in the background, occasional pounding on the table, maybe even some... That's Steve taking a drink. But hey, I'm in Atlanta, and I figured we'd tell some horrible gaming experiences because random fact about me, number I don't remember, I just tore my calf yesterday. You guys ready to hear this full story? I can't wait. I'll take you back to the beginning. Imagine having a really muscular Yoda that you have to carry around everywhere. And that's about the consequence. Well, on your back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he just clings. I'm excited because we have our Necrod Boomacon Kickstarter going on. It's doing well. There is Say that a- wrong. Necroboomacon! It's true. That's the way it should be said. There is Decepticon going on, which is a small gathering of people that want to play hidden role games. Definitely werewolf, you know, mafia type, resistance, two rooms and a boom. I figured this is a great chance to play Two Rooms in a Boom, show off Necroboomicon. Necroboomicon! And do some playtesting with Thingy and some other large number player count games that I've been designing. Let's rewind a little bit to two weeks ago. I do some CrossFit exercising. I do some jump roping. Commonly we do double unders, which is where you jump up and you get the rope under your feet twice. But no one in my gym, or as they call it in CrossFit, your box has been able to do triple unders. People in your box? People in my box can't do triple unders. I wanted to be the first person to successfully be able to do triple unders reliably. So triple I'm working under on in your box. In my box. Okay. Just yeah. checking it out. All right. I get the joke. I understand. I'm I, just trying to visualize this. That's all right. It's one of those things. Like, it's bad naming. Like, Soylent was a horrible name for Soylent because, of course, everyone makes the joke. Soylent Green. If you call your gym... It never gym. gets old. <laughs> so anyway, I'm working on my triple unders. Ouch. My calf starts to hurt. Uh-oh, I better time out. But what? The workout of the day, known as the WAD. So they're really good at naming <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not making this up. It's oh known as god. the WAD. So the WAD in the box <laughs> is you have to do 100 double unders. Climb the rope twice, do 100 sit-ups, then 90 double-unders, climb up the rope twice, then 90 sit-ups, etc., until you just get down to 10. And I'm thinking, oh, I can do this. This is my workout because I love climbing up the rope, good at sit-ups, and man, I'm gonna do, maybe I shouldn't do this though, because my calf hurts, nope. Like an idiot, I'm doing this. I'm doing my double-unders, my calf hurts a little bit, finish my 100, climb up the rope. When I land, my calf hurts even more to the point where I have to stop. So I take the entire week off. Valentine's Day took off. 
Fast forward, now it's time for Decepticon in Atlanta, where my friends Lindsay Road and Steve Avery live. So I'm going to visit them and we're going to go to Decepticon. I have a layover in Charlotte. I'm excited. I never take the escalator. Always take the stairs, right? Because who takes the escalator? I'm just kidding. I'm sure. <laughs> Americans. <laughs> and I do the typical little gazelle leap up onto the first step, as you do when you're about to run up a stair. Because I'm American. Obviously. I've been told Yankees skip stairs. Only north of the Mason-Dixie line do people regularly skip stairs, but that's pretty standard where I'm from. In Cleveland, we don't take every step. You skip a step. But you were in Charlotte. That was probably why Charlotte was pissed at me, because that first step, I heard a pop. A excruciating pain immediately. It felt like my calf had ripped and rolled up into my knee. Well, apparently that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so I tore my calf really badly, limping around like crazy. Here's the worst part of it. Charlotte's a bigger airport, not as big as Atlanta. In Charlotte, I landed in Terminal E, had to get to Terminal B. Where's my flight? B12, which is at the very end of the terminal. So I can only take half steps. I'm gimping around like crazy. So I shuffle and shimmy like a zombie all the way to B12 and say, hey, uh, I need to change my ticket. I need to go home because I just tore my calf muscle. But wait, oh, they've moved it to B2. So I have to turn around. I want you to keep this in mind. Airport, insanely crowded. So I'm having to negotiate traffic while I'm in excruciating pain. Shouldn't be vertical, but I am. I get to B2, say, hey, I need to turn around. I need to go back home because I think I need medical attention. They say, oh, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to talk to customer service in Terminal C, Gate 6, C6. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, crap. Well, I want to do this fast because my layover is only an hour long. So what I have to do is really hurry because if they can't do anything, I need to come back. So I hobble to C6. Limp drag. Limp drag, limp drag, pain, limp drag. C6 says, I am sorry, sir, but that will cost you a $200 cancellation fee. In addition, you will have to pay additional fines for buying the actual plane ticket. Also, we can't do anything about your bag. It is already en route to Atlanta. Crap, screw it. I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to have Lindsay and Steve take care of me. So I hobble back to B2 and get on the plane. Land in Atlanta in the evening. It's the last flight in because the flight lands at, what was it, like 11.50? 49 or something. Something yeah. crazy. Here's one thing I learned. Did not know this. Airports, like stores, close I didn't realize they actually <laughs> closed. I just thought there was some graveyard shift, but they closed. I had to wait for everyone to leave the plane so they could get me a wheelchair because there's no way I'm walking at this point because the pain's only getting worse and worse. So everyone's already left the plane. I get out. They have a wheelchair, but I have to wait for someone to come push me. I said, I can do it myself. Get some exercise. And they said, no, 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 no. We're going to make sure someone pushes you. Get someone who shows up. It's a woman. Nice in the fact that she's willing to push me. But she's complaining the entire time that she should be going home and she can't go home because she has to push some asshole <laughs> who popped his calf, right? In the meantime, I have to be texting Lindsay, hey, I'm still coming. Yeah, I'm going to be coming via wheelchair, etc. We get to 
the train, which takes us from the terminals to the baggage claim. And we flew in at the terminal D and we have to get to what is the T stop where baggage claim is. Train is shut down because airport's closed. <laughs> so she has to wheel me all the way from one end of the Atlanta airport to the next. Strange fact about Atlanta airport, biggest airport in the country. It's huge. It is huge. It's insane. This is the hub for all the airports to basically do everything major they want to do. So I have to wheel all the way in there and have to have Lindsay take care of me. So that's my horrible story. I know that has nothing to do with gaming, except that I'm on my way here to do gaming. But instead, I'm basically stuck here until Sunday. I figured I'd save money and not take the plane until Sunday and just be entertained by Lindsay and Steve. So I got to hang out with Steve all day. <laughs> You should see him walk. He looks a little bit like one of those uh, walkers on The Walking Dead. He kind of shuffles with one foot yeah, to the side. I think he actually side. looks like a Michael Jackson video. Oh, just yeah, okay. He's just perpetually with this like, foot turned in. Yeah. It's, like yes. doing the Michael Jackson pose. He kind of has to punch over. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious, guys. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so to prevent any pain, uh, the technique that I do is I angle out my injured foot pretty much 90 degrees. So my foot is sticking out to the one side as much as possible as I hobble. That way I'm not putting any weight or use onto my calf. Looks good. Yeah, thanks. Hot stuff. Like you're about to moonwalk at any time. Well, here's what I think. A lot of people have asked me, hey, why didn't anyone just offer to give you a wheelchair right away? Why'd you have to ask? Well, the answer is, I think people just thought I was permanently disfigured and they just thought, oh, this is this guy's life. He just walks this way. That's my horrible gaming experience. And I think that's the topic of today's short episode. Excuse me, Sam, do you have the time? But of course, it be topic time. But what about you, Lindsay? Horrible gaming experiences. I do, and it's tied to your horrible gaming experience. Because everything that happened that night was affecting the other person. So I have to go back a little bit. Alan and I have a tradition when we meet each other in airports to pick each other up for stuff that we attempt to assassinate each other. Yes, it's fine. And so far, Alan is undefeated. And what happens is we both wait for each other and try to sneak up on each other and cut the other person's throat. And I have lost 100% of the time. It wasn't going to happen. I'm not trying to float my own boat here, but every single time your expression is, how did you do that? You it's like, it's very impressive. You were like, you snuck up in the wheelchair? No, not this time. Not I could have. I should have. <laughs> no, I should have. No. So it gets more and more elaborate the more we play this game. And we had been talking about how he had pulled his calf muscle earlier in the week. And I was like, man, if you injure yourself for this con, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it'll be fine. I'll be fine by the time I get here. So I'm at Gigabytes, which is my local friendly game store. Gigabytes! And I was playing Santorini, which was actually really, really fun. Is that how it's pronounced? Santorini? I think so. That's how. Santorini. Santorini. It's Santorini. Oh, Santorini. (laughs) It all depends on where you put the emphasis. Correct. Right. So I'm playing this game and I get a message from Alan and he says, I have to go home. I'm not going to make it. And this is halfway to the airport, so I'm just trying to burn time. And I think he's joking because of what we were joking about earlier in the week. I start to think this is just a really elaborate assassination plan to kind of throw me off so I'm not prepared when I go. And then because later he says like, oh yeah, no, I'm still coming, I'm still coming. I go to the airport, 
and he's really playing up this injury, and I'm like, man, like he is good, like he is on to be fair, fire today. I've sent her texts in the past to distract her, like when I'm about to assassinate her, I'll text her and say, oh, I'm Where at the I? Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and so she'll look at the Dunkin' Donuts, which distracts her enough yeah. that I can sneak around. There's no rules with the assassination game. Right. Anything counts. Yeah, I had a big plan for this one that I didn't get to do because of the injury, but I'm right. sorry. I digress. No. And I was determined not to lose this one. So the entire time now, I'm at the airport. I get there pretty early, like 30 minutes early. He's still playing up this injury, and I'm starting to like wonder if it's real or not. And I'm like, man, no, it's not. Like he is really playing this up. So I go and hide myself in a telephone booth. <laughs> you told yeah, me this. No, I didn't tell you this. So I'm sitting in a telephone booth for like 15 minutes, waiting for him to show up, and he's not showing up. He's like, oh man, I'm getting wheeled out. I'm just like, man, he is just really committed. He is so committed. And then I go on Facebook and there's a video of him limping on Facebook. And my first reaction is, wow, he is really taking this to the next level. Like he's even showing like videos of him injured. And it wasn't until 1230 and he still hadn't shown up yet. And I was like, oh man, something might actually be wrong. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't a joke. And he actually was injured. And I spent a good 30 minutes hiding in a telephone booth <laughs> for absolutely no reason by his check bag because I thought he was going to sneak up on me and assassinate me. And it was the perfect hiding spot. And now I've told you about it. I have to go find a new one. Yeah, got to get you in well, the he got, he finally got you, though. How'd he get you? Even with his... his no, he did, the game was just called off because it was an injury. What? Yeah. Uh, I know. Because I, I didn't assassinate him still Well, here's the hard thing. The woman pushing me, who was complaining the entire time, lovely lady, was kind of really ruining my game. Because I was like, I can right. take it from here. No, we've gone this far. And even when you picked me up, she said, right. are you sure? We don't want to... You looked horrible. So oh. I don't blame her for I mean, I was, I was in a lot concerned. of pain. That's called easy pickings. Yeah. I was walking out, I was like, yuck. Can you imagine if like she's pushing you and I just like scream and come out of a corner and like pretend to cut your throat? I would never be allowed at the airport again. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome would that be though? Yeah. Oh, man. It's really satisfying when you take your finger from behind someone <laughs> as if it's a knife and slash their throat when the whole thing is they're not supposed to let you do that. It's amazing. Yeah, I love that game. And I'm so not going to lose it again. We started sharing this story and Steve, you said, I want in. Oh, I want in. That's true. Yeah. But it only happens during airport pickups. No, not necessarily. It's anytime you meet someone. So the game yeah. Assassin is, oh, we're going to meet at this certain place. <laughs> Airports are super convenient. Because everyone, especially for like cons, like everyone's always converging on usually one airport. Right. So it's a really great place to play yeah. assassination with all your friends. The one time I definitely got behind this horde of old ladies. So there was three old ladies that were carrying bags that were too big for them to have brought onto the plane. They should have checked them. It's like crawling. <laughs> it looks totally suspicious, but that adds to the fun that you're doing something that if someone sees you doing, totally looks reportable. And now, Alan sneaks behind old women. Ethel, there's a young man hiding behind us, behind our luggage. Meredith, how many times do I gotta tell you, don't forget to take your medication. Just keep on moving or we'll be late to the bridge tenement. That was Alan sneaking behind old women to play assassins. Thank you. <laughs> and in Atlanta, everything falls in one point, so I was really confident about my abilities. I was going to hide so in TGI Fridays and then assassinate you from TGI Fridays. With yeah. your flick flare. Yeah. <laughs> she actually but, put an application in for TGI yes. Fridays, <laughs> got accepted to the job weeks earlier, has been working there <laughs> evenings just so she can get flair yeah. on her sash or exactly. <laughs> yeah. blend in it's so intense. she can blend That's in. That's commitment. For nothing. Yeah. 
because I got no, injured. It's called off. I've had bad luck at uh, BGG Con. I like that con a lot, but there's always something that seems to go wrong. One year, I got there. Like I have an amazing constitution because I've been teaching kids for 22 years now, and like they'll sneeze in my face, and I won't. I'll you just, won't get sick. I won't get. So I just at this point, it's just it's just par for the course, right? They'll sneeze on in your face and just keep talking to you. Mr. Avery, I, and then I lost my tooth, and then the tooth fairy gave me five dollars. So I have, I have, like, I flaunt my amazing constitution. I never get sick, but I had gone to uh, Mace the week before BGD Con. What's guess, Mace? Mace is a, is a con. It's a oh, game okay. convention in Charlotte. Oh, and it's the week before BGD Con. Hmm. I'd gone up there and I had blown it out and gotten somehow got a bug. Well, that bug had gotten full-blown by BGGCon. And I was super excited that year, too, because I had a room all to myself. Normally, you know, you split the room. I had a big room with a, a suite area and, like, a desk and stuff so we could do, like, like game playtesting. And so it was awesome. But by the time I got to BGGCon, I was so sick and feverish that I would go crash in my room for, like, three hours wake up in a sweat, take a shower, run downstairs to play games, get exhausted within the half hour mark, have to go back up to my room and fall asleep again. So I spent the whole con trying to socialize and game with my friends, but every- Trying to spread the Zika virus to that's everyone a, you and could. Basically I was, I was like- um, was Patient the, zero? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Martin is kind of a germaphobe and he saw me from like, <laughs> there's this double rows of elevators, this bank of elevators. Yeah, so he saw, PGG con, yeah. Yeah, so he's on the far end of the one elevator. He saw me walking out of the other one, and he immediately starts hammering at the, the closed doors. <laughs> no, 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 no. Some horror movie. Yeah, exactly. Patient Zero. Yeah, no, on the upside, that was the year that that, that freak uh, snowstorm came in and stranded a bunch of people. I don't know if you remember that. I wasn't there at that time. Okay, well... I was so sick that I bumped up my flight the last day, and I got the first flight out of there. So Sunday. you got out of there while everyone yeah. else was stuck with the cold you gave them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some type of cabin fever. It was horrible. I was like, I had a hacking cough, and I was feverish and sweating. And this is my impersonation of kind you of, by day three of any kind I've ever seen you in. Hey guys, it's me, Steve. <laughs> I shout all the time and now I have no voice. That's true. I have no self-control and especially in the evenings. I can't believe you go from con to con one weekend to the next. No wonder why you have no voice. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow, it's it's a lot of fun. I hate to miss out on fun. Let's leave our Tuesday names with some advice. How do you prevent getting sick so much? Is it just your constitution hanging out with kids all the time or is there any type of regimen you go through? It truly is true. If you ever are like a student teacher or something, you'll spend your whole first year just sick. Same thing with a nurse. If you're like a resident or something like that, you'll be sick the whole year. But then your constitution, yeah, 18. But, But I mean, drinking a lot of water helps too. Just like pounding water. Yeah. You cycle through your system. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I have my own little con bag where I've got my cough drops, you know, a bottle of water, Visine, lots of Tylenol. Little fact, if you volunteer for Tuesday night games, we give you a benefit bag and it has a whole bunch of toiletries. You're talking deodorant, body spray, mouthwash, toothbrush, toothpaste, etc. And we have some coldies in there. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. We look out nice. for our volunteers. Talk about some swag. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget games. We want you to smell good. Deodorant? What's this stuff? 
That's, that's actually, we say that, no offense to anyone, we say, hey, you don't have to use the things we gave you, but you have to use the equivalent out of it. Because if people don't want to smell you, they're not going to stand next to you, which means you won't be able to sell any games. No, that's the fastest way to not get invited back to be a volunteer. Here's a more important question. Is that your dog's fart or is that yours? That, that is my dog's fart. <laughs> okay. That's Come on, Alan's just... been trying to pass that off all day long. <laughs> good Before stuff, we but... go though, I want to say I've been admiring Lindsay's boxes all night long. And by that he means her gyms. She has a bunch of gyms yes. all right. No, no, no. We she have a bunch has, of wands everywhere. No, this is actually really interesting because we were here last time we recorded yes. for Dragon Con and you had just moved here and you hadn't brought your stuff and you had like five games, Potion Explosion. Those weren't even my games. Oh, Half man. Half of those I was borrowing. And no furniture and one end table. Right. And we're here now and it's... The wall is packed with games. Yeah, the Library out, of Alexandria. I actually do play games it's, and it's I have impressive. some. <laughs> The, the, the thing is that there's like no dogs on our shelf here. They're all really fun games. I've been yeah. scoping them out all evening long and they're like a lot of That's them are really... That's just because I pawn off bad games on unsuspecting victims. Oh, man. People will show them like a really fun game and they're like, oh man, board games are amazing. And I'm like, how would I send you home with 10? And I sent them home with like my least 10 favorite games. Nice. Yeah, they're all really nice, yeah. pretty new. I'm uh, looking, the worst one that I can find is phase 10. That's the only one that's standing out to me as the most stinker. And that's not even a bad game. Well, yeah, I don't see anything that I really wouldn't play. Got some nice boxes there, Lindsay. Oh, by the way, Lindsay, oh. what do you do? Why should people care about you as well? Oh, well. Just as a reminder. Um, I am Lindsay Road. I am a designer for uh, Weird Games. What kind that, of games? They're weird. They're <laughs> weird games. I work for Weird Games. I make weird games. There's weird people. The pun just goes on and on forever. Yeah, if you want to follow me and kind of see what we're doing and, and what I've been up to and my personal stuff and, and my work stuff, it's Lindsay Road, but spelled really cool, not dumb. It's L-I-N-Z-Y underscore R-D. Um, on Twitter. And I am on Facebook and I will accept anyone's really invite on Facebook. And you, sir? Yeah, uh, pretty much the same. Um, Twitter, Stephen Avery. Stephen Avery on Facebook also. Yeah. Although I have, a, a I have my Steve Avery Games page, which yeah, is separate. That's what you should pimp. That's been really helpful on a personal level, just keeping things organized. Social and work separate. Yeah, exactly. And like keeping, keeping a list of projects and keeping things updated. Nice. Check, check out what I'm working on. I keep it pinned to the top of Steve Airy Games. What's your profile picture on Facebook? I have two rubber band guns crossed. For rubber banditos! Yeah, yeah exactly. Man. It's so good. And I'm Alan Girding. You can find me on Facebook and the tweets at Alan Girding. A-L-A-N-G-E-R. Ding! Please contact us. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at PlayTKG. You can write into the show. It's podcast at tuesdaynightgames.com and I think with that being said this episode is finished 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 that was way better finish him